It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The Captain's Run with Sam Edmund. Welcome back. Great to have your company here on The Captain's Run on a Friday morning. I've had a good weekend. Uh, you've got a good weekend lined up. There will be scope for you to have your say this morning as well. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 All thanks to State Transport. Our people are your solution. But first, SEN Supercars commentator and author of the great race, Aaron Noonan, is a man very familiar with Bathurst weekend. And we find him on the mountain this morning for a Bathurst update, thanks to Shell V-Power Fuel, the race day feeling. G'day, Aaron. Thanks for your time. Morning, Sam. Good to chat. Great to have you. I imagine this is Christmas for you. What, what's already taken <laughs> place this morning, mate? And what, what's still ahead of us on, on this Friday up at Bathurst? Yeah, today's Fast Friday at the Bathurst 1000, Sam. Qualifying uh, later in the day uh, will determine the 10 cars. The fastest 10 will go into the top 10 shootout tomorrow afternoon to fight for the pole position, and we'll lock positions 11 to 28 in on the grid later today. But right now at the moment, we've got supercars on the track for their, well, first practice session of the day, third of the event. There was two yesterday. And uh, the red flags just come out actually to stop this session because uh, James Courtney, the Ford driver, his co-driver, Zach Best, that car stopped on Conrad Strait. So they've just stopped this session with about 17 minutes left to go. Brody Kostecki, the championship leader's fastest in this particular practice session so it's a little bit of a warm-up before the serious stuff this afternoon with qualifying where the the grid positions for the great race are very much on the line now set the scene for us there if you don't mind aaron because uh, this is all taking place after um well i think the word boycott was even mentioned for a time i know uh ford the ford supercars teams are unhappy for a period can you put this in layman's terms for us and how legitimate it actually was for a time Oh, the boycott thing was being jazzed up by a few other media outlets in the last couple of days. So there was no chance that Ford and its teams would not take part mm. in the, the race meeting. But in very simple terms, Sam, supercars, there's two types of cars, the Chevrolet Camaro and the Ford Mustang. And the aim of the game is to have them equal. So it really is down to the drivers and the teams that have the cars to you know, put the job on and, um, and get it done and, and win races. So this year, the Chevrolets have won all but two races of the championship the four teams wanted a change to the aerodynamics that they feel would modify their cars to be able to fight for the win. They feel they don't have fast enough cars, even if they do a very good job, to be able to win the race. They'd made some different parts for their cars. They brought them here to Bathurst, but they needed the approval to be able to, to put them on the cars. So in really simple terms, they wanted to put the parts on the cars. Uh, there needed to be a consensus among all the teams that that would be agreed to. Mm. It wasn't. Uh, and there's also a there's a parity system that, without boring your the listeners, but there's basically calculations from previous races on lap times. The trigger to uh, look into any changes hadn't been triggered in the previous couple of race events. So the Chevrolet team said, well, no trigger, no change, because rules are rules. Four teams said, hey, but hang on, we all agree that we need a hand here and we want the best for the sport, but it's just ended up with no change rolling into the weekend. Yeah. Plenty of division, plenty of... Um, turmoil between teams and manufacturers, Ford are really unhappy. They are very unhappy with how they've been treated heading into this marquee blue ribbon race of supercars racing. But 
Bathurst, Sam, is a unique race. Weird stuff happens. Echidnas run on the track. <laughs> Kangaroos bounce across the road. They're not out of it, but they might need a little bit of luck come um, Sunday afternoon. Their big issue is being able to look after their tyres for long enough to be in the fight with the Chevrolets. Yep, and and it's easy thing to say on this side of the fence, but love a bit of spice going into it. Of course, it's uh, it all sparks the interest. So you don't have to be a petrolhead, though, do you, Aaron, to appreciate or understand the annual pilgrimage to the mountain? What's it been like? Can you just step away from the track for a moment? What, what's the appetite for it up there at the moment? Yeah, it's solid as ever. It's traditional, it's tribal. It's the 60th anniversary of the race here at Bathurst this year. So I think that's brought a lot of people. And we've kind of had three years of COVID affection or weather affection. Last year it was raining. It was wet all week. The place was pretty much a mud pit um, outside of the track. 2021, the race got pushed back to December. COVID was still lurking. And of course, there was no one here, pretty much no one here in 2020. So this is probably the first booming proper Bathurst in four years. And I mean, you just have to drive down into into Bathurst. It's a quick couple of minute drive from the track down into the town. And there's um, all the shop fronts are all decorated with racing stuff. There's people here, there and everywhere. Uh, it's definitely, um, I know that some people say it's not like it was in the olden days with Peter Brock and Alan Moffat and Dick Johnson and those guys. Everything evolves, everything changes. But I tell you what, they sold out camping within hours when it went on sale a couple of months ago. Uh, they're hardy here at Bathurst. They love their camping. They love being here for the race. Doesn't matter what the cars are on the track. They're here for this 1,000k race uh, year in, year out. Uh, indeed. We're here with SEN uh, Bathurst Motorsport Supercars commentator Aaron Nunes. So, Aaron, let's cut to the chase. Who gets it done on race day? Give us your give us your forecast. And he's Shane Van Gisbergen. It's very rare that we call him the wild card, but the NASCAR move looms, of course. Where does he sit in your calculations? Oh, he's definitely in the game. No doubt about it. Yes, he's got three events left in his supercars time before he goes to to NASCAR in the US next year. He's kind of been off the radar a little bit, and it's a bit strange to say that. Yeah. He's the defending Bathurst winner, defending Supercars champion. And if you look at the points, he's second. He's only 155 points away uh, from Brody Kostecki, who drives for the Erebus team. But here's a weird one for you. I've looked at the whole championship. We've done 23 races, and not once this year has Shane Van Gisbergen led the points. Now, some will say he did lead it after race one, but he was excluded in Newcastle. So apart from that, he's not been in front of this championship at all. He's looked pretty disinterested in it all. I think he's got one eye on America next year, but he's in the game here this weekend for sure. Those Red Bull cars are very quick. Uh, and it's the two coat cars, the Erebus Camaros of Brody Kostecki and Will Brown. They're the four cars fighting for the championship. Unsurprisingly, they're the four cars that have been showing uh, plenty of pace so far this weekend. But we've got a real wild card in the mix. There's three wild card cars that don't run in the championship normally. And Dick Johnson's team have actually got a third car here this weekend. And it's a young 18-year-old from Mount Gambia, Kai Allen. You're going to hear a lot of him in the next few years. He's driving with Simona Di Silvestro. And yesterday, he ended up up the front uh, in among the regular Dick Johnson drivers, Will Davison and Anthony Di Pasquale. So there's always some extra storylines here at this race, but it's going to be hard to beat those four fast Camaros that have been fast all year. And just having a quick look, Aaron, it looks like the weather's going to be magnificent. So nice nice conditions ahead. Yeah, clear, dry. Yep. That's the magic word, the D word. Um, a little bit of cloud around today. Blue skies. It's um, high teens and, and the forecast looking pretty good for a dry run through the next few days. And there is the odd little shower predicted. Usually it lands about three o'clock on Sunday just to spice that late part of the race up. 
But uh, compared to where we were last year, where they had to close the car parks because they were so boggy and they were more like a, a rally super stage than a racetrack car park, uh, we've got much better conditions this year. And I think the fans have definitely responded to that to come along. Aaron, magnificent. Thanks for taking a, a few minutes out of a busy day for you to, to join us here on the, on the Captain's Run. Enjoy the weekend. I, I'm sure you will and look forward to, the, to race day. Thanks, Sam. Very much so. Good stuff. There he is, SEN Supercars commentator Aaron Noonan up there at Bathurst, uh, qualifying later on today. He joined us thanks to Shell V Power, fueling the racing feeling with Shell. Now, 11.05, Gareth Hall's going to join us. Bharat Sunder Racing over there in India as well. And Simon Gerrans will join us, uh, decorated Aussie cyclist ahead of the United Energy around the bay this Sunday. A break. We'll be back after this.